0: Curious comedy guys, uh, how many of you made it out to the All Jane Comedy Festival that took place this past weekend? None of you. That's alright. I still love you. Uh, yeah, we made it yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Really it was great. Cool. Uh, how many shows did you make it to, Tom?
1: All of them. All? All, all, all of them. Yeah. No, no, I didn't make it to all of them. How many I've... did you guys do? Uh, one. One. Yeah. Day? Yeah. It's actually, that's not terrible. It's, it's a lot to ask of a comedian to like get out of the house and be normal and social. Especially when you have to go watch I, I went to all of them. <laughs> I went to all. Of them. Oh, you actually yeah. did. Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah, we have to we're going to share this mic. We're going to get rid of this stand cuz the stand the stand makes it weird. I, I don't It sounds horrible. Yeah, it does. We're like <laughs> And it's just a dick joke. It's horrible. Um, guys, welcome, welcome. This is your fault for-, for listening. Uh, this is <laughs> a-, a comedy podcast uh, available on Stitcher, iTunes, and SoundCloud. Uh, we are your hosts, D. Martin Austin and Thomas Lundy. Fantastic. We have a wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> we have a wonderful show for you. Uh, this evening, and I'm so glad you guys could make it out. Uh, if at any point in the show you feel you would be more entertained, if you were more intoxicated, I agree, and you should head to the bar that's just behind that curtain, and they will give you uh, alcoholic treats. Uh, we have great panelists tonight. We have Katie Nguyen.
2: Hello, hello.
0: Yay! Thank you, thank you. Good job, Dan.
1: Wow, hot
0: crowd. Uh, <laughs> We have Mona Conception.
3: Hello. Oh, God, thank you.
0: And Dylan Jones.
1: Um, before we do anything else, what have you been up to? Man, I got I got to come clean. <laughs> I didn't go to any of those shows. <laughs> I was just, I was just trying to him. keep the I was just trying to keep the banter going. You, you know how like if you ever been a little kid and you like say you did something and everybody gets really proud of you and you like didn't really do it. <laughs> you're like you don't know like I was in too deep. So and I didn't want to say that I didn't go to the shows because they're like what a piece of shit. Like he did he just lied about that. Yeah, that's, that's true. Well, I was there in spirit. <laughs> Uh, I, I do
0: want to bring this up. Uh, Thomas B. Is, is kind of a tradition on this show to embarrass you in front of strangers. Uh, so last month's show, you just got a really decent job, and you were, like, moving up in the world, right? What what, what happened?
1: Karma happened. Karma happened. I'm, I'm recently unemployed again, and I was just thinking, like, I can't write another joke about this, because I already, like, already have two jokes about losing... Like, or not having a job or getting a new job. And they say, right what you know. But it starting to come, like... Like, this, this guy's lying. He must be lying. But, like, no, I'm really not. So what happened was karma. Uh, I had a fancy job downtown. I, I I wore a belt and I tucked in my shirt and shit. And I... Yeah. I was working in the Pearl wow. District. Yeah. Yeah. I was putting my briefcase down so that people wouldn't sit next to me on the max. You know, like a real snooty asshole. And then... <laughs> then karma struck me down, and uh, I don't work there no more, because <laughs> I was too good at my job. That's what happens. Yeah, yeah. That's what it is yeah. <laughs> like. If 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 I go in there and I'm I'm doing the job so well that it intimidates the other people around me, and then they can't work as hard. Yeah, yeah. yeah you go through what I go through, right? You gotta. And that's that what.
3: Yeah. That. Sorry about karma. Credit karma always gets me. So that's <laughs> yeah. where, That's where I am. Oh, they're just jealous, Lundy.
4: They're yeah. just jealous of you.
0: Yeah, that, that's always why people lose their jobs, for being just <laughs> yeah. too good at it. Just too good. <laughs> um, possibly too good at drinking?
1: Is, is that more of what it is? <laughs> just... Well, I was on time, I think, three times. I was on time three times. But it was like, it wasn't really a job, so I didn't have to be there on time. And over the course of a month for you, yeah, being on time, bad.
0: yeah, that's a new record. I'm impressed. I
1: and i like this like, i look forward to this That's <laughs> true
0: you're not on time to your pastimes What? <laughs> anyhow without any further ado uh one of the magical things that we get to give you on your fault for listening is a musical guest and this month's musical guest is none other than ten itis and the strobing visions
5: United, I come to you from the planet loud. It's been a very long time since I've been here. I'm going to do a few more songs for you a little bit later tonight. I think I may have burnt out most of my time. I just want to tell you a little bit about me. I come here from the planet loud. It's a wonderful place. It just sounds like this. I love it there. The travel throughout the galaxy is a musician and a cosmic bingo hustler. That's what they call me, and I don't don't find that term quite fair. I'm not exactly a hustler, I'm just quite good. I've not been to Earth for a very long time. The last time I'd been here before my most recent visit was back in the early 70s. And I came back quite a few months ago from your mate David Bowie's funeral, and I was quite disappointed to find out you were doing so well when I left. And I'm not sure I'm where sure things, things went wrong, things wrong. wrong, but I landed but, but and I landed realized and that an orange, orange face alien fascist had taken over the, over the biggest, biggest country on country, your, planet, your, planet. your planet and decided so it was so time, time to get time to time the band to back together. Back big, big round of applause for me, band of Strobing Visions. Sometimes it's hard for earthlings to see them. They're there if you blink at exactly the right rate, you'll be able to see them. I don't... I just... I'm here to to play music and to try and put humanity humanity, back on a right path with with psychedelic psychedelic awareness, awareness, sexual sexual liberation. liberation. I can't remember the other things, but those two things are quite good. I don't, I, don't happened. Happened. I, don't I don't understand what has happened. What happen to to old, I don't understand what has happened to you quite at all. I don't understand, understand transphobia. transphobia. I don't understand transphobic obsession with, sex, with genitals. There's a man that's traveled throughout the galaxy genitals, having sex with everything that moves. I want you to know that my only opinion on genitals has ever been yes, please, and with consent. Don't understand homophobia. You know what? I'm, no, gonna, I'm get gonna, get gonna get out of here, out and I'm gonna come and back at the end of the show, and I'm gonna show, perform show. for you my I'm hit my single, single. Sit on my lap, Sasquatch. Because, because I think I've been possibly. quite a bit of time, I have I not, not. not? Have I not? I think I think it's time for me. I've got, time got time to, go. to go. I would like to have sex with every one of you, respectfully.
2: My name is Tinnitus. I will be back at the end of the show. Thank you
5: so much.
0: Tinnitus. Yes. He talked to me. What?
4: I just talked to
0: me. Yeah, yeah, I know. Awesome. Uh, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. You you just spoke with 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 Intergalactic stardom. How how do, how do you feel about that, Dylan? Still processing it. Yeah.
4: yeah. Still trying to drink it all in.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's a very emotional experience.
3: Kind of out of this world.
1: Yeah, yeah, good point. You forgot The rest of his tenets, but the first two were psychedelic awareness and sexual awakening. And I was like, nah, you're good. (laughs) That's it. It's fine. You know, like when you read a book and you get partway through and you're like, nah, all right. I'm I'm with this now. That's fine. (laughs) It's base guy. Drugs and sex. Our first comic coming to the
0: stage tonight uh, is such an honor to have them here. Uh, I've watched them the entire time I've done comedy. And this is our first time getting to work together, so please welcome to the stage, Katie Wynn.
2: Hello. Hello. How are you all? Good. Woo. Got a wave. Got a wave. I'll remember that. It's on to The Diary. It's the Diary. Um... So I'm at the stage in life where a lot of my peers are going through really momentous life events, you know, like having second children, having first children, getting married, divorce, all that stuff that happens um, at this age. And it's really interesting because the way people communicate about these days is like on social media, which is like the norm, like like the new language, right? Um, But it's just weird because you used to only get those kinds of announcements and notifications from, from people you were really close to, like best friends and relatives. And now you get those announcements from literally every single person you've ever met. Says 2006 and before, right? So it's just weird. It's just like a new normal for us. We've all like, adapted to it. Um, but another thing about that is you start to, when you see so many, you start to notice like cliches and trends and that kind of thing. Like, for example, like, if people are getting married, you know that means tandem bike, right? Because that's what marriage is. Symbolically, you remove something that allows you to be mobile and you fuse with another damaged person, and you can only move in one direction now. (laughs) Um, And that's a metaphor for marriage. It's beautiful. Um, Or if, like, a woman uh, is holding a pumpkin in front of her uterus, you know, it means she had sex in July and it was successful, and she (laughs) will give birth um, in the near future. Like, that's what it means. You all know this. This is, like, the new language, right? It's just interesting because you start to see things a lot and hear things a lot um, and this, this... Really recently, I heard this one phrase that I've been—I've known my entire life—to um, love someone with all your heart, which I've always understood, right? Like, heart's a vital organ, keeps you alive. It's romantic, um, but I just kept seeing it and like seeing it and seeing it. And the more I saw it, the more I thought about it. The more I thought about it, the more like just really thought about what it really meant, you know? Um, so the one day I looked up the human heart and I found out that it weighs ten ounces, right? Which is like, pretty hefty, right? Ten ounces but it's nowhere near the largest organ of the human body. If you know what the largest organ in the human, human body is, say it right now. Skin. Yes, the skin. The skin, yes. The human skin weighs 20 pounds. Yeah, 20 pounds of skin on all of us. Um, so something that I think would be a much more romantic much more emphatic, much more poetic way to express to someone how much they mean to you, how much you care, how much you love it would not be to say, baby, I love you with all my heart. It would be to say, baby, baby, I love you with all of my skin. <laughs> Every pore, baby. <laughs> I got a lot of pores, baby. I'm just romantic, though. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I heard these two pop songs on the radio recently and I found the lyrics interesting the exact same way. Uh, this first song is by this woman and I don't know her name. But she's, just, she's just repeating over and over again. She's going, I'm a cool girl. I'm a, I'm a cool girl. I was like, sure.
6: Uh, <laughs> yeah.
2: Uh, but then I heard this other song by Rihanna, like a really famous, I'm sure you've heard of it. And it's so it's her and she's just repeating over and over again. She's singing. She's going, sex with me is so amazing. <laughs> And I was like, I didn't know we could do that. <laughs> like, I didn't realize we could just write and sing songs of what we want, what we want other people to think about us, make, like, a shit ton of money doing it. Uh, and I've been thinking about it a lot, and I've developed some new career goals. Um, and I've been working on it really hard. I've written a bunch of songs. I think I might actually be kind of good at this. Uh, I actually have a few I'd like to share with you tonight, if that's cool. Um, thanks. I just... Really need like 100% honest feedback because um, I really think this could be like a new path for me. Okay, so this first song I wrote, it goes like this. Look at me, I'm six feet tall. Look at me, I'm six feet tall. <laughs> Look at me, I can see the top of the fridge. I totally know what's up there. <laughs> Dude, it's a bunch of stuff, I can see it. Oh, so that's just one song I wrote. Um, I have this other song It's kind of more like a club Dancy beat You might like this more It goes like this I never ever eat Food off the floor Never ever (laughs) eat Food off the floor I never ever eat Food off the floor Never ever eat Food off the floor Never ever So like I said I think I might have A challenge for this Um, I actually have another song I know I'm like a factory Um (laughs) And this song's really personal, uh, so it's really important to me, um, and I really hope you guys like it. It, uh, it goes like this. I totally don't still think about that time in fifth grade when my crush Ben Grady said I had a mustache. <laughs> I totally don't still think about that time <laughs> fifth grade when my crush Ben Grady said Um, uh, that song's called Fuck You Ben Grady <laughs> Thank you Thank you. Uh, I was watching this compilation of life hacks the other day it was just like a gif reel just like a bunch of life hacks in one gif um, I was just like staring at my computer it didn't have any text or like audio um, so I was just like watching it in the dark um, and like this one came up and it was like a mattress cleaning tip it was like a baking soda vinegar kind of thing um, but I was just like watching it and they show you a mattress and it's got like a brown stain on it um, and then the lady comes in the room, she like, applies the products, so kind of rubs it in, and she like, leaves the room, and you're still looking at the mattress, and then she comes back in, and then she rubs it in again, and she leaves, and the stain is gone? Which like, really got me thinking, you know, because like, you can't really ever clean a mattress. You can only ever really add to it right? Because right, like, the act of cleaning is like removing dirt and grime, like taking it away from the surface or like the interior. But when you clean a mattress, what you're doing is really a lot more like balancing its pH.
6: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> right? You gotta make sure mattress is pH balanced. Mattress titrations. It's a pickup line in some kind of nerdy circle, social circle. <laughs> mattress titration. All right. You guys have been wonderful. I'm Katie Wynn. Thank you very much.
0: Thank you so much. Oh, Katie. This is the thing I never tell guests. You get to stay there while, oh, while we interview you. Thank you. So w- welcome <laughs> welcome to the interview portion uh, of the show.
2: Excellent. Uh, yes, uh, thank you. I am glad to be here.
0: How has your day been so far?
2: Um, it's been decent for a Monday. It's been good. Yeah, yeah. good.
0: Uh, so you have a lot of social media experience, I would assume.
2: Yeah, I've been on the internet a long time. What would
0: you, <laughs> what would you say was your most unwanted Um, social media announcement that someone posted.
2: An announcement that somebody else made that I really didn't like? Yeah, yeah. Man, you know like those like, I'm going abroad, I started a blog, like read about my adventures. Mm -hmm. And like their adventures are like trying a new food or something like that or like exoticizing a people. (laughs) Um, Yeah, yeah. You know, or like just like I don't know, like those. Look at this little tribal
0: kid I found. That, yeah. 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 Yes. That,
2: yes. Yeah. And not all. Like, a... And the the caption will be like, "This kid was the best." <laughs> it was <just> yeah. like, <laughs> I'm Like what?
0: You're like, then feed him. Why? <laughs> Why are you taking a picture?
2: Yeah. It was that kind of stuff. Like when I went abroad, I, I studied abroad in Brazil, and at one point I was traveling to Rio, and in Rio I stayed at a hostel, and apparently the hostel, you know, they like say like, oh, you can go parasailing, or you can like do like. Zip lining, or visit Cristo Redentor, or something like that. And this one had favela tours, where people would get on a bus and then visit like favelas, like some of like the poorest, like you know, like city-sized, you know, like in, in neighborhoods in the entire world. Um, And people just, like, get on a bus and then, like, come back and be, like, it's like a zoo kind of thing. It's weird. It's really weird. So that kind of stuff I'm really not a big fan of. Yeah,
0: yeah, that is creepy. Mona, do you you have a least favorite announcement that you've seen Um, on social media?
3: When people try to tell me that there is a great opportunity for me to make my own hours um, and join a, I could be my own boss. When they tell me, like, just yeah. join our team, you can be your own boss. All you just the knives have to, you want. Oh but, just yeah. do that. Just sell this lipstick yeah. that burns your lips. Yeah. <laughs> Makes it look like shellac on This your, sounds a little more, more
0: specific.
3: Yeah, I get a only. lot. I get added to a lot of groups. Um, and I can't unfriend them because I'm related to all these people. Um, so they'll know, like, why didn't you why did you leave my um lip struck by, you know, Betty <laughs> group? And I'm like, I'm not interested in looking like I just like Like kissed or put my face in a bunch of wax, you know. It's it's not. It's not. That's my. my Or like you were just making
0: out with like a crimping iron. Yeah, just like made out
3: with a. Just that's why I just wanted to plump it. Yeah, plump. Just plump it. Yeah, plus some heat. Yeah.
0: Oh look, Ah. who's joined us?
5: Hi. Hi, Eric. What's happening? I'm sorry, I'm late. Oh, that's
0: all right. This is Eric Cash. He he is our other panelist. Eric, you're just in time for this question. Uh, What would you say was your least favorite? Uh, announcement or invite that you've gotten on social media?
5: My least favorite. Ooh, my least favorite announcement. Uh, or invite. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm giving you variety. Well, I'm a, I'm a comedian, so most of my invites are my least favorite <laughs> invites. Like, because there's there's always like some dude that's added every comedian on the Western Seaboard. Oh and, yes, and like. <laughs> lives in Chico and is running some fucking racist open mic <laughs> out of his mother's basement and is like invites seven thousand <laughs> people <laughs> that aren't within five hundred miles of him. What's my least favorite announcement? No, no I
1: that's
6: a solid
5: one. Yeah. Yeah, let's 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 pass this around. Maybe I'll get I would if
1: I'm keeping it hundred, I'd honestly have to say the announcement of the success of all my enemies which yeah. is what I see a lot of yeah. on Facebook. and Why do you have so many enemies? You're like <laughs>
5: 17.
1: <laughs> I've been all over the country and I've made a lot of mistakes. But... <laughs> The thing about it is, you know, like, if I can say one thing about my enemies is that they're very successful. Because <laughs> karma, karma karma, has done a number on old Lundy. And Lundy,
5: so you own, like, two couch cushions and a PlayStation. <laughs> yeah. like, exactly,
1: that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I own the PlayStation. E- everyone is successful <laughs> compared to dude. you. <laughs> I'm dodging the dude who wants it back.
0: Speaking of the person that owns the PlayStation, Dylan, <laughs> uh,
5: what is your... <laughs>
1: What, what is
0: your- Who is also favorite? one of
5: his enemies, by the way, because he owns the PlayStation.
0: What
4: is
5: one day Lundy will smite you! Uh,
4: I kinda I have a weird thing going on with my aunt. I have an aunt that does like uh she does like those like those like sexy parties where they just like everybody gets together and sells mm-hmm. dildos and boob and mm-hmm.
1: shit. Oh nice And
4: she keeps inviting me because I think what? she just like just like invites everybody, she's just really marketing herself. But I don't know how to tell my my aunt. You like, know, I can see this. Yeah, yeah. Like, and she's in Utah, and I don't want to buy any of her dildos. No, they're probably not very they're,
5: good. They're, they're just, just, just be like, look, I don't Weak. want to be a part of your rubber dick Amway Ponzi scheme. But I do like your ambrosia salad. So can we please? Yeah.
2: I think I think you just need to show too much enthusiasm for the idea. <laughs> I think she needs to get, like, 74 notifications. Oh, my God, if I can afford a plane ticket, I'll be right there.
4: (laughs) I should keep making posts in the event page because it's always an event. Like, we're doing it at
2: Cheryl's house. Start them all with ladies and then love Dylan at the bottom, no matter
3: what. Just say you're really passionate about these passion parties. Mm. Yeah, you're ready. Passion parties. Passion
5: parties. That's That's what they are.
0: You wouldn't know that.
5: I always, like, I'm I'm very, I'm very, I'm very sex positive. My wife was a porn star. Like, I'm around, you know, like, the sex worker community a lot. But at the same time, I find it hilarious that they call those things passion parties. Because they're for middle-aged monogamous people in Utah. (laughs) And they're dildo parties that are operating on an Amway Ponzi scheme. They're the... Opposite of passion, like yeah. this is this is this this is like I'm trying to save my marriage by jacking off quietly in the corner of right. my fucking tract housing. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> like, no,
3: you definitely want to be at the top of like this pyramid scheme. You don't want to be like downline no, no. from any of that. You don't want to be downline. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The,
0: the masses of sorrow. Um, they start cutting the loop with you know. I'm <laughs> Oh, what, all right. Oh, t- Thomas thought he wanted to say something, but then he realized that no one cares. Yeah, I, I
5: stepped is, on his This, this <laughs> is your new PlayStation, this microphone. We're share. <laughs> Oh, you we have to
0: share it. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm serious. I'm going to make a share a mic. Uh, sorry, that's only funny for the people who are in the room right now. So our <laughs> listeners at home will just have to imagine the terrible things I'm doing to my co-host. Uh, but back to you, Katie, because you're important. Um, yes. y- you mentioned... Um, Tandem bikes being a metaphor for marriage. But I think we can all agree that tandem bikes suck. So, if you could choose, what is your preferred metaphor for your own hypothetical future marriage?
2: Oh, you know what? Like a houseboat. Yeah. It's like one of us is a house, one of us is a boat, but we can be either (laughs) and both at the same time. We can rise with the tides.
0: Oh, that is And
2: escape property taxes. You are
0: a romantic. Yeah. Nothing says romance like avoiding taxes.
5: Also, you have to constantly fix an engine, live in cramped quarters, and pee in a bucket.
2: Just like that. So you just have to
0: live my life. Okay. Yes. (laughs) Duly noted. Uh, Dylan, how about you? What would be be your preferred metaphor for your hypothetical future marriage? Uh, Uh I think he
4: answered. I don't know. I like, I like, the, I like Timon and Pumbaa. I don't, know, I, I don't know if I really want to get married as much as I just want a best friend for life. Aww. And you just kind
5: of want to go yeah. rampaging Lundie. through the jungle. That's
1: my guy.
0: Clinton House. <laughs> Only as long as you have the PlayStation. Yeah. I
1: say,
2: together.
0: Thomas, what about you? What, what, is, what would you want the metaphor for your hypothetical future marriage to be? Oh, God. We're dodging all the people who have been married. Our (laughs) answers are not going to be (laughs) good.
1: Oh, we should fit together perfectly like two Legos.
0: Aww. Aww. Yeah, and no one can ever get you back apart. That is sweet. Unless they have the special tool. Yeah.
5: Yeah. That was like entirely sexual, required no work on you or your your theoretical wife's part. (laughs) Like... There was no like building any relationship. He's just like, no, I just want to snap into it. Yeah. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Just two Lego pieces, not not like a full structure, not like the space shuttle kit. Just two.
5: I I think it's good. Katie's metaphor like had some stuff where it was like they were both working and stuff, (laughs) and one dude was like just.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Well, when you put it that way. Metaphorically.
2: Yeah, yeah. I am a brick. You are a brick. Let's brick. (laughs) (laughs)
1: I I I put so much work into that I was like oh it's beautiful right
0: (laughs) so Katie I just have two more questions for you first of all um, do you think our careers would take off a little faster if we just got on stage and started announcing that we're funny
2: Uh, you know it works for some people (laughs) I would say I think, I mean, people like to see a certain type of confident person and a certain type of person be not confident for whatever reason. Yeah. Um, I don't think I would be successful. I think if I went out and been like, hey, y'all, I'm real funny. People would be like, nah. <laughs> Actually. <laughs> it would be like I- that song, I'm a cool girl. I'm like, I'm funny, I swear, I swear. Yeah. song out of it.
5: Actually, Katie, I could see you demolishing a house full of people by just walking out the way that you are and just being like, I'm really fucking funny
0: that that is true. yeah, y- you can deliver anything. I would gladly buy an album of you, like just reading some book that I don't like.
2: Really?
5: Like like I kind of want to just challenge you to be so over the top cocky for like a week of comedy. Just, just just, say the most arrogant because you deserve to be. Yeah. That
2: would hurt, honestly. I, I was not raised or socialized to be that publicly confident. <laughs> I can't enough. even, ex- I can't well, even that's, accept that's the confidence. Well, that's part comments. of it. Yeah. Like If
5: you stretch that muscle, you might just find something there and maybe you'll just wind up like, you know, founding a cult or a nation or something.
2: Yeah, I, I would be a great cult leader because I am very caring <laughs> and I like things all a certain way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. speaking of
0: which what is in your opinion the best floor food?
2: best floor food okay so it's got to be dry right? Yeah. it's got to be dry it's got to be something you can pick up at once not something that takes you several attempts to pick up and you have to touch the floor more than once mm-hmm. um, it's got to be something that doesn't leave much of a mark on the floor so if it's something that has like a lot of dust or powder and it leaves something mark you don't so want so Cheetos are out. yeah as much as I love Cheetos um, it's got to be something that has contours and shapes to it so it's not like Flat on the floor like a fruit roll up. Um, it's gotta be all right. All right. It's
5: okay, gonna take five minutes to distract
6: popcorn. <laughs> is <as> well.
2: <laughs> <laughs> popcorn is little reward for the risk because it's so small.
6: Yeah, right? that's true.
2: I'm thinking. I'm thinking a um, a classic uh, ruffle ruffle potato chip. Ooh, what about f- like a good? cruller? A what?
5: A cruller. Cruller. Those are... Kind, because the, that's bordering on they, wet. Got the, they got the rocky surface. And if blades. they've been sitting at the donut shop, like, they're moderately hard. And, like, they're, they're not making full contact with the yeah, floor. Yeah, but who wants to eat
0: stale floor food?
5: I'm not saying it's stale. Yeah, it's, it's a fucking risk.
0: donut. They just overcook them. It's the time. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: To, re- like, the reconnaissance mission of, right? Of retrieving it back. <laughs> yeah. That's where the thrill is.
0: It is true. Uh, Mona, Mona, what is your favorite floor food?
3: It's usually what... Um, like, the kids have left in the back seat. Like, I'm like, oh, I think there were fries there, you know, so I just need a left back. I mean, McDonald's fries, like, after a while, they last long, you know, it's like all those coming in there. They it's, last forever. Like, yeah. So it's more crunchy, I have found. It's more crunchy. Fair so, enough. Yeah, I'll do it.
0: So, Katie, before we released you, um... Where should people keep track of you and your upcoming shows and events and things?
2: Oh, you should. You can check out my website, katie-win.com, N-G-U-I-E-N, like Nagayan. We're um, just KT Nuggin on social media, Twitter, yeah. Instagram, K, letter K, letter T, N-U-G-G-I-N.
0: Thank you so much Thank for being so on much. the show. Katie Wynn, everyone. Yay! Fantastic. Our next comic taking center stage, a dear, dear friend of ours, oh. Thomas's roommate. Please welcome Dylan Jones.
1: Oh wait, house?
0: thank you. Dylan that, just reminded me that straggling
4: a look was the perfect thing to remind you of what was actually going to happen. Next.
0: Yes, because I am under a legal responsibility to make time for a word from our sponsors.
7: for wayward binders where you can find binders
6: did that bitch beat you up on the playground again are you missing a lisa frank binder
7: we've got a binder for that
6: we've got a home for that home of wayward binders
7: get a binder today get bound
0: Home for Wayward Binders. And now, coming to the stage, Dylan Jones.
4: What is up, gang? Check this guy out. He looks like he's from Colorado. I bet his name's carved into an aspen tree somewhere. Yeah, I know I look cool. It's what happens when you get Spotify Premium. Figure it out. Get with it. But you know what, gang? I'm just like you. I also don't know what to do when I accidentally pee on my belt. Just walked, I, I, I'm willing to bet that 75% of the men in this room have a piss-soaked belt right now. I guess you just uh, you put it on in the washing machine with, when, when it's on your pants. I just figure it out. Here, on the podcast. Live on the podcast. <laughs> we gotta got it figured out. <laughs> uh, I want to know why every time I tell somebody that I don't believe in ghosts, I have to listen to 20 minutes of ghost stories immediately following. (laughs) Like just the other day, I'm at my buddy's house and he's like, whoa, 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 man, don't go into that bathroom or be careful when you go in because the door creaks open when you're in there. Well, that sounds like your garden variety get out ghost. I think in the biz we use WD-40 to take care of these <laughs> ones. Yeah, because let me, like, let me try and unpack the logic here. Either you have proof that the afterlife exists and dead humans want to watch you poop, or the door didn't latch. Those are your two options in that scenario. Like, you... Come on. You got a Carl Sagan book on your bookshelf. You're trying to tell me that the bathroom is haunted. But you know what, gang? Like... I'm open-minded. I wouldn't mind being haunted. I'd love it. Proof of the afterlife? Where do I sign? But, uh, uh, like, really, what's the worst that could happen? Detune your guitar? Knock a book off the shelf? Trip your significant other make them fall down the stairs and die? Now that you're not splitting the rent anymore, you've got to move out. And as you've got your knapsack on your back, you take one last look into the home in which you thought you were going to build a family, and a ghost appears. And he's like, uh, buddy, where are you going? We just got the place to ourselves. Is this about the guitar? I, just, I, think, I think drop D is a much more efficient tuning. You can do power chords crazy easy. You ever tried to play Metallica in drop D? It's awesome. And I'm just like, uh, no, I don't want to hang out with you. You ruined my life. Or the Dorden Latch. Those are your two... (laughs) That's it. That's all you get. That's all you get. I just... I can't humor it anymore, gang. Like, I'm out here... I'm uh, I'm an anarchist when it comes to the supernatural. I'm out here, like, playing with people's tarot cards and shit. I don't give a fuck. I'm like the James Randi. The modern-day James Randi. You know about James Randi? This guy, he's one of my favorite humans that has ever existed. He... He like, basically holds the world record for making the most ma- magicians look like dipshits on television. <laughs> it's amazing. It's the best thing. Anytime somebody claims that they're magic, he just goes on national television and proves that they're dipshits. So yeah, that's, that's who, what I inspire to be. James Randi. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, a- anybody else uh, lie awake at night just running over the regrets that they have in life? Yeah, me too. Me too. My regret, my, my regret mantra is, why didn't I go through the drive-through of that Taco Bell? My car was stolen from a Taco Bell. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> I miss that thing. It got me from D to E. You know what I'm saying, gang? <laughs> and it doesn't stop there. Johnny Law in the Taco Bell when the thing went down. I tap him on the shoulder. He's standing in line. I tap him on the shoulder. I say, I don't know if this is your jurisdiction or if you're on lunch or something, but uh, my car was just stolen from the parking lot. And he says, go wait outside. I'll be out in a minute. <laughs> like, this guy's got a to-do list. And number one on the list, live Moss. That's what this guy's after. <laughs> you know, and I thought they found my car. Uh, I got a call. They're like, Dylan Jones, is this your license plate number? And I say, Scotty? You found Scotty? Put him on the phone. I want to know that he's okay. Uh, I guess it turns out uh, they just found the license plate. That's it. They done chopped my car up. The little bits. I get, but it happened in Portland, Oregon, so it, my car was recycled. It's reused, <laughs> reduced to the license plate and recycled. <laughs> you know, I used to have this bit. I used to have a real funny, real funny bit. Like, grade A bit where I was like, uh, uh, I leave my car doors unlocked because I can't afford a smashed-in window right now. <laughs> Turns out they can just steal the window along with the rest of your car.
0: <laughs>
4: <laughs> Fun times. Really, really great stuff. Well, uh, did I get a light or something? What the, what's, the, what's, what's going on here? I'll, I'll, go, I'll go forever. You just, I just want to know where the light might be. Okay, uh, I'm just gonna yeah, going to keep going. The people have spoken, and they want me to continue.
0: <laughs> I'm powerless. Technically, it was two of the people.
4: <laughs> uh, well, now that you guys want it, I don't know if I, uh, you know, I'm like a cat when it comes to comedy. Like, oh, you want it now? Uh, but, uh, yeah, um, I'm getting older, you know? I mean, I'm not old. But I'm definitely getting older. I'm feeling more grown up. Like uh, I, I even lived alone for like a month or two. But that was, pre- that was pretty sweet. Uh, you learn a lot about yourself when you live alone, though. Like, uh, I learned that the only dishes I have, I've ever needed were cups and butter knives. That's it. <laughs> That's all I need, baby. If I, lived, if I lived alone right now, I'd have one cup, one butter knife, no friends, <laughs> just PB&Js, and glasses of milk. For the rest of my life. That sounds like the life, you know. Can I retract my previous statement about the Timon and Pumbaa thing? I just want, I just want to just like just be alone in a PB and J factory that's next to a dairy farm. Well, no, that's next to like like the like the like the what's it, what's it called when you when you like you heat it up? What pasteurized? Next to the pasteurization plant because I don't want the I don't want the cows. Stinking up my PB and J factory. <laughs> uh, yeah, I
0: think I think I think yeah, we'll yeah. just we'll just Fantastic. end it there. Uh, uh, thank you. I'm Dylan Jones. Dylan Jones, and you do get to stay there. Hey, Dan, did, did I actually discuss the light situation with you tonight? No. Of course I didn't. I, I don't like me either, Dan. Uh, <laughs> So for those of you who are not familiar with our show, the comics do a five-minute set followed by a 10-minute interview. That was a five-minute set because Dylan is a goddamn professional. Give him a round of applause for that. Aw, shucks. And now is the interview portion, which is going to be 10 minutes. Here we go. (laughs) So how long have you been on Spotify Premium? Ooh, God. It's been a great, like, three months. Oh, wow. I,
4: it's, Honestly, the best $10 I've ever spent you, in my entire life. Do you think you're going to be able to
0: maintain that?
5: Yes. He just, he just forgot to, to cancel. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I guess I have premium now. And he's like, I really want to listen to this new Marilyn Manson single, but I have to sign up for the free trial. It's phenomenal. They really, they really make Spotify
4: just like the, the, like the basic, Spotify basic, I don't know what we call it, for the, what the basic bitches listen to. They make it, uh, they make it so awful that you can't wait <laughs> To give them $10. You can't wait. They're like, I, I'm sick of shuffle. Who shuffles? Who listens <laughs> yeah. on shuffle? Nobody. Yeah. Nobody's shuffling.
0: Yeah, that's awful. Uh, also, l- let's also give a round of applause to Katie, who also managed to hit five minutes without a light. Nailed Again, it. Again. Thank you. Nailed we it. Only I was booked waiting the best. for that.
2: I was waiting for that.
0: Yes, for but f- he- here's our transition, because I do disagree with one premise of yours, Dylan, which is you imply that piss-soaked belts are only for men, and I'm not sure that that's true. Katie, do you have, have you soaked any garments in
2: urine? Garments? Yes. Belts? I don't know if you sit down to pee through a woman's urethra very often, but the geometry does not add up. I've never peed on my
0: belt either. And I I, I have hope... most
5: men haven't peed on their belts you know, because, you know, the because is... we invented flies like a very long time ago for this reason. You went through that whole bit and it was like, Are you nine? Yeah. What are yeah. you doing? How are yeah, you doing? Is, is,
4: the more the more and more I do that joke, the more I learn that I'm the only person that has ever peed on my belt. How?
5: How That's is just, the question? But I Look, love that what like, it took for you to learn like that was you... walking up on stage and <laughs> telling crowds of people that you pissed on your belt. Uh, yeah, maybe you
0: should have ran that by your roommates first.
5: Like, yeah. there's a lot love. of things that I do that are real unique Eric Cash fuck ups. <laughs> really? But yeah, I, don't, you? I don't walk on stage and go, You guys accidentally ever f- finger fuck your gerbil? Like,. Well, I, <laughs> You know how that is, right? When you accidentally finger fuck it, we I have a feeling more it. people have done
0: that than peed on their belt. Oh.
5: I kind of agree.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, well Dylan, you, <laughs> save me. <Tell>, save <laughs> me. I was tell, actually go, tell the people that I know. I on feel terrible because when you wrote that joke, I was like, Oh yes. Now he's preaching. He's like, it's in the truth section of his material, because I yeah yeah it, it happens. This guy pees on his belt. Ow! What are you Dude, two doing?
4: Okay, like, uh, are like you short, undoing um, your belt to piss? Look, what, why am I undoing my belt to piss? I prefer my testicles to be outside of the pants what? when I'm peeing. I pull my pants down to my ankles when I pee. At this point, you just need to get naked every time That's you get true. in the bathroom.
5: I don't know what the fuck you're doing in there, but like, there's this whole thing. There's like, a th- yeah, I know, it's, the it's fly. It's this fashion and the... thing. Like we make it an opening uh-huh. so that you can do that, and then you can, do, and then you can jump up and down for I, I a little bit, jump and then you the can down. Go away. I've never I think done
0: that. You, I think you just ruined Eric's entire night with, okay. with the idea of peeing on your belt. Oh, sorry, Eric. It's, it's I okay. Pee,
4: I peed on my belt. I'm working on it. But okay? <laughs> I'm we've all on we've all peed peeling. on other
0: things, I assume. Well, yeah. To
1: answer the fundamental question of the joke, is, what you do is you just let it dry, man. You just you gotta, let it you dry. Just gotta live with well, that it to is leather.
4: That's that's the idea. That that's that's the absurdity that I'm trying to touch on is that. I just there's noticed so many Dillard- people out there. I've peed on my belt at least <laughs> like 45 times in my to life. Today. I d-
5: I just noticed that you don't wear to a leather death. belt. You wear one of those cloth web belts. Yeah. 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 Absorbent. It's very absorbent. <laughs> absorbent. <laughs> he, he doesn't want it just
0: dripping everywhere.
1: But Katie, what, what, what?
0: have you pe- wetted any garments?
2: Yes. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah. And, and w- which was the easiest to dry? We'll go with that. Oh,
2: easiest to dry? Uh, I anything silky, really. Silky? Dries, it dries pretty quickly. It doesn't absorb a lot of moisture. Nice. Yeah. Mona, you, get a you, silk, have, you have kids. I, I know have you have kids.
3: And I'm sure if we had a black light over our house, it would just be, like, disgusting. It would be, like, one of those, like, (laughs) dateline, like, look at this house.
7: (laughs) You're like, all the crimes have been committed. It's,
3: it's like, the bliss that I, like, the blissful ignorance I I live in because they are disgusting. Like, they pee on belt. I I would hope that their pee would just be on the belt. Like, they pee on (laughs) everything. Um, you're like, yeah. really? The kitchen counter? Why? Really? It's splashed up that high? Like, yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's uh, impressive. Sometimes. What
1: an odd round of questioning. Yeah. Like, yeah. No, 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 no. I'm, no. T- I'm glad what, what I told you, that joke. What do you pee on? <laughs> like, yeah, like, you <laughs> went back. <laughs> yeah. <and you're> like, <laughs> no, no, no. But <laughs> what do what do you, is, you, is it? No, no, no. We're,
0: we're sticking to it. I will admit, I had two older brothers, um... This is going to ruin your night, Mona. Uh, so I do remember, because all three of us have penises, uh, we would have peeing contests to see, you know, who could stand the furthest from the toilet and yeah, still yeah. more or less kind of make it in sometimes.
3: Yeah, that's, I'm sure that yeah, has, he, if I, that has not already happened, it, will, it is coming. Yes. You know, your,
4: sons, <laughs> your sons have definitely crossed streams. Yes, really? like, guaranteed. Like,
3: so if I, Guaranteed. <laughs> they they do have a contest where they like like to kick each other in the penis. and Nice. Uh, like, it's a toughness.
4: It's you, a manly toughness yeah, that contest. Like, who's I the toughest? You just
3: like try to, out, I, don't, I don't even understand this. I, I, love,
5: I love that you vocalize that as it's a contest that they currently perform, not as an activity that I stop as mm-hmm. a mother. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm like, <laughs> That's know, not I, her no, job. That's,
4: that's outside her They're trying to figure out who's it. the toughest. You want to know just I, as much as they do.
3: She's got a belt hanging
5: on Hanging over the fireplace.
3: It's it's actually the World Wrestling Federation belt that's that's ready for them.
4: Yeah, I actually have a scar from my toughness contests before. (laughs) There's this contest where like you put your forearm up to somebody else's forearm, and then you drop a cigarette in between the two in the in the crease where the two meet. And then whoever pulls away yeah. first is the pussy. <laughs> I'm so glad and I'm not actually a man because that's yeah, awful. Yeah, I, I won, but I, uh, I have a scar for the rest of my life on my forearm. Proving just how manly you yeah, are. Yeah, I'm the most manly, I guess.
2: Not so much a scar as a trophy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
4: Yeah. Yeah. That other guy was a pussy.
0: <laughs> so what did you stop believing in first, Dylan? Ghost or Santa?
4: Uh, 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 Santa specific, Santa definitely. Like, uh, pretty soon, I, I kind of like, pretty early I learned that Christmas is about presents and not about Santa Claus or...
0: Not morbidly obese like, There's
4: no, yeah, like, I was like, there's, the, the tradition is, is that we just give each other shit. Mm-hmm. And we, yeah. and I, and I've always kind of called bullshit on religion or any type of like supernatural shit just because... I grew up in Utah where it's shoved down your throat. And so I was like, the, the rebel that I am, fuck religion. Yeah. And so, yeah, I mean, uh, so, cri- yeah, Christmas is, but you know, Santa's you, bullshit. But
0: if you had to believe in one or the other,
4: I prefer you- Santa.
0: Okay. If I had to, if I had
4: to, like, if, if I had to pick one to actually be real, I would prefer Santa because, uh, ghosts make people have to move a lot. Yeah. And, uh, they, they ruin, uh, it's always a young family's, like,
5: first house.
0: Woo, Bother, bought our first house. Yeah,
4: I wonder why it was so solve cheap. they
5: murders or mentor young children. <laughs> like, yeah. there's all sorts of libraries of things that ghosts do on Netflix. There's some great yeah. shit they do out there. <laughs> yeah, and, oh, my God.
1: I uh it you're like grossly it, misrepresenting ghosts. Yeah. Like, oh they're all it terrible. Makes, dude, it, it makes like, me no, cringe. We're not a monolith, okay? <laughs> some like ghosts do a lot of incredible things. I, I look yeah. like just
0: said we. <laughs> oh. Yeah, and <laughs> then I vanish at the
2: end of the show. I wanna know one thing <laughs> like, that a ghost is table was
6: haunted. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. yeah, some ghosts just possessed Lundy for a moment. We are not a monolith. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Possessed right now, the power of Christ compels you. Does this do anything for you? No. Okay. No. All right. He's fine. He's fine. Dude, just because he's the a test. ghost doesn't mean I he believes in
5: fucking God. That's ridiculous.
4: <laughs> no, I don't believe in any of that. What shit. does he look I'm like? Superstitious. I'm a science guy. I, Carl Sagan is
0: my guy. M- Mona, if if you had to choose, would you rather believe in ghosts or Santa Claus?
3: Um, ghosts would be good companions. Santa, it comes only once a year. I mean, really, like. Uh, I yeah, would he has be commitment yeah. issues. No, yeah, he has yeah. commitment issues. I like to, uh, long-term relationships. Yeah, no, I'd be, yeah. I'd be down for some ghosts. Because, I
0: mean, ghosts are in it for the afterlife. I mean, they are going to stick around. Yeah. That's, they've overstayed their welcome, in my opinion.
4: They always have a good story. It's time to get the fuck out of here. Dylan, have you seen your hair? Don't talk about overstaying your welcome. Okay? <laughs> hey, I've never been in a barbershop more than 20 seconds. I'll tell you that
0: much <laughs> right now.
5: No, but you've definitely been on a stranger's couch for more than four nights. <laughs>
0: So, so you wouldn't know this, Dylan. Uh, what would be the worst instrument to own if you had ghosts in your house?
4: Uh, the worst instrument to own if you, if I had ghosts, I would say probably piano, just because like uh, like tuning a piano. There's like there's people who, that's their job. Their job as a, they, they go out through life. They're called piano that's tuners. Piano tuners. Yes. Thank you. I was that was the word I was thinking yeah. of, <laughs> and their whole thing is tuning pianos. So, uh. Should have told them they were called spelunkers. <laughs> I would have believed you just the same. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. And so, uh. I assume it's been extremely difficult
0: to, uh. tune a piano. Fair enough. So, uh, Dylan, where should people keep track of you and your shows and things?
4: Uh. You know what, gang? Like, I got, a th- I got, a t- I got a Twitter, but uh, I haven't, pro- I probably haven't posted anything on there in like six months. So, I mean, I don't know. Look for me on Facebook. My last, uh, it's Dylan, like Bob Dylan, like Dylan Jones. And you know what? I just, I pretty much accept friend requests as long as you don't, like, I, I, I sift through the first couple of posts to make sure you're not a douchebag, but I'll accept your friend request. So you're friends and, with me. Uh, I don't believe you're, uh, my phone number is nine seven one two seven nine zero two six six. If you want to give me a call just to say hey or something and be like I mean I'll just let Daniel just to say you love him uh, uh, I'll, I'll let D know that it's like hey people are listening you got, you got some, uh, some fan base participation yeah, people be true. calling me I'm they, they calling this. thank you so much Dylan. okay alright I'm out of here gang uh, thank you
0: before we arrive at your final comic who I'm so thrilled to have on the show I, I am again under obligation for a brief word from our sponsors
6: so much DMA this month your fault for listening is proudly sponsored by Cupco Cleaning Cups
7: Cupco Cups they what are they they just they're clean they're they're clean all the time you don't need to do anything they're clean
6: Ladies, have you ever passed out with a glass of wine and had it spill on the carpet and instantly wished it would clean itself up? Well, your children do.
7: And with Cupco Cups, that won't happen.
6: (laughs) Cupco Cups, your family's going to abandon you.
0: Cupco Cups. And now... Ladies and gentlemen, and everyone in between, uh, our final comic of the evening, a phenomenal comic I first saw at the All Jane Comedy Festival right here at Curious Comedy Theater. Please welcome to the stage, Mona Conception.
3: Yeah! Yeah! I am, my name is Mona, I am a Pacific Islander. No one knows what that is. It re- it really doesn't, and it's gotten more confusing because uh, this movie called Moana came out, and uh, everyone thinks like, Mona, is that how you grew up? I'm like, I didn't like run away with a guy whose feet were as big as bread loaves, you know, and like went into like I just ran away the normal way, like in my car, you know. It's like it's it's the same, and no one thinks like I'm I'm anything. You know, they think like I'm whatever ethnicity is, like the restaurant I'm in. (laughs) They're like, "Mm -mm, I've never had Thai food before. Like, what should I order? Like, I uh, just order whatever the white people here are eating. I don't know. It's like, I'm not an expert. Um, I am from this island in the Pacific called Saipan. That's okay. No one has a subscription to National Geographic. That's all right. That's like, whatever. Um, But what I know is like, we have had some, uh, we've been in the news recently because, I don't know if you know this, but Amelia Earhart, right? The theory is that she survived the plane crash, right? She was found on the Marshall Islands, was brought to Japan, and then are brought by, uh, captured by the Japanese, then brought to Saipan, where I'm from, right? And that's where she died. And that's why people are like, Mona, this will be really great for tourism. <laughs> like, that is a really dark marketing campaign, you know? It's like, uh, come to Saipan, not by plane, though. Like, figure something else <laughs> out. <laughs> there are other methods to get here. We're called Chamorro, that's what our ethnicity is, and uh, so that's confuses some people, right? Because no one's heard of that, right? It's like some people are like, Mona. Um, I don't know what a Chamorro is, but like I thought they sold it at Costco. I'm like, that is a churro, <laughs> and I am also delicious, but not a dollar fifty. You know, like you guys have some boundaries here. My, uh, I grew up in a, in a big Catholic house. Anyone here Catholic? Great. I can, I know I can carry the guilt by myself. Like that's, I'm, I'm used to that. I'm used to that. But so my, my family had a different idea for me. I'm the youngest of five kids, so they taught my uh, brothers and sisters how to speak our native language, which is called Chamorro, but they taught me how to speak to Bank of America because they really, really, they're like, this is the one who's going to help our interest rate. You know, it's just a lot of pressure for a first grader to sign off on a loan and then go back to recess. You know, just, it was just a lot for me. I so when I grew up, I was so different from the other island girls. Like I was really different from them. Like they loved being out in the sun. They loved to do that stuff, and I just like to be in my house on my computer making my goth blog, because I was I consider myself an island goth. What is that? Mm, I'm the only one. I know this. Um, it's just it's just your regular goth, right? <laughs> We're sad, um, but we would write like our poems. And then we listen to Tori Amos, and but really sweat a lot. <laughs> like black. I don't know. It absorbs all the heat. Did you know this? It just absorbs it, and and you just get like really sweaty because that's how you like fit into like high school culture. <laughs> We're like, mm, guys, I have a thyroid condition, um, but I'm really popular on the internet, and I have this like a lot of internet boyfriends, but no one cares. So that was what I, I did, and I just like like I was so dark, like even growing up, you know, and so I had this idea of, like, for um, my uh, funeral, um, <laughs> stay with me, I, I've already planned it. Um, so what I want is, um, I would like a glass coffin, right? Because I <laughs> do my lashes, I have, I'm kind of vain. Um, so I want a glass coffin. I want, I want to be in the biggest cathedral on island. I want all the lights on, my, on, on the glass. And really, what I want is, like, standing room only, of course. Um and in that coffin, I want to be rotated like a rotisserie <laughs> chicken. And that is just for my family, you know, because they're, they're gonna be like, Mona, Mona, Mona. Just for them. Um, I, I'm not all dark, I have, I have two kids. <laughs> I, uh, I love one of them. Um, <laughs> kids are dark kids you think like adults are dark kids say the darkest shit so here's something that my kid said like he woke up crying and he's just like what if everyone dies i have to carry on this family like then i think we're really screwed because you don't really wipe all the way so it's just like i don't know how this is gonna the lineage here doesn't really is not really gonna carry through uh and so the, the oldest one was called at the principal's office, right? And I, I had to go there because he called another kid on the playground a fuck horse. And I was like, uh, I'm not even mad. I'm like, what? You want him to use his words? Thanks, everyone. My name is Mona Conception. You've been great.
0: <laughs> Thank you so much, Mona. Uh, I, I love that joke.
3: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it comes from a, a true place. Yeah. 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 No, it's, they give me a lot. They give me yeah. so much joy.
0: <laughs> so, so is there actually such a creature as a fuck horse?
3: You know, I, wi- like, I wish that they could draw what this magical beast is, but um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I would like to know what that is yeah. that, that calls me
2: to the principal's office. Katie? Honestly, the first image that came to mind was a regular horse with a uh, mm-hmm. vulva for a face. Oh. Ah, just like a. Like That's very a, pleasant. Mm. Like, actually. A, like a metaphor, not like to be taken in some kind of literal way. Like, oh. With watercolor and airbrushing. Pastel. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Why brushing. do vulvas always have to be pastel?
3: It's just, it's inviting. Like, you don't want, I don't know. Like, like when I think of my vulva, it's not like a spiky horse coming, like a. <laughs> <laughs> you know? but it could it, be. It could be. Yeah, I don't be. know. The guy is like a like imagine like a, magi- like a and, bob and- ross painting there's like a happy little scene <laughs> like a smiling little face some happy little clouds yeah i just that's my 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 dream there yes
0: that's fair that's yeah. fair uh what is the longest you've ever pretended to be a different ethnicity
3: oh god yeah you know because people don't think that i'm i'm pacific Island, so i, I just let it go i've gotten years where they're like oh yeah how's it back in japan i'm like Great, <laughs> great. My family's great. <laughs> They're all great. Yeah, I've let it. I've yeah, let it yeah, go yeah, a long yeah. time. This thing. Yeah.
0: Um, Dylan, have you ever pretended to be a different ethnicity? Absolutely not.
1: <laughs> Thomas, what like that? I don't have a lot of options, man. <laughs> what are you expecting me to say? <laughs>
0: I, I feared I'd just open up to the panel. I didn't want to seem racist. Okay. I,
4: I, I have the same answer as Lundy.
0: I just don't. People,
4: people know what race yeah. I am. Yeah, you could be Polish. You could. Oh, is that a, is that a race or is that a, just a nationality? It doesn't even matter. Like, I'm, 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 the yeah. caucasity is strong with me.
0: Yeah, yeah. Let's we'll say is. that. Uh, how, how is the family's interest rates doing?
3: The family's interest—they're good. We've refinanced or refinanced. Uh, they're yeah, no, they're good. I've learned a lot. Like, credit score should have three numbers. Did you know that? <laughs> it should have three, three numbers. What? Wow,
0: that's impressive. Yeah, I know. Especially for a comic.
3: Yeah, I mean, three. I'm really proud of myself. So. Like, do
0: not give the actual number, Thomas. Do you know your credit score?
1: No. You know what's crazy is like at one point when I was young, I was like a teenager. I spent a lot of time learning about like credit scores and mortgages and mm-hmm. refinancing and all that, thinking I was going to be successful or like have money and shit. Nerd. <laughs> yeah. So I know how all this works, but like, I don't even, like what? <laughs> I have credit? Like, I don't know. When they tell me you have to get a credit check, I didn't know I had credit. Yeah. I, I kind of feel like you know
0: how finances work the same way I know how to play a harp. Like, I know the basic idea, yeah.
1: but... In theory. Yeah. <laughs> I could. Like that's why I don't have a house. It's because I don't want one.
6: Yeah.
0: <laughs> You're just too good at owning a house. <laughs> that's that's the issue. Uh, <laughs> K- Katie, do you have a credit score?
2: I I I haven't found out my credit score was till I applied for a credit card maybe seven years ago, but it was good then. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah.
0: I'm sure it's still solid. How about you, Dylan? Yeah. Do you still have a credit score? Absolutely not. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you m- you for mentioned... the
4: podcast guests at home, uh, the, the, uh, I, I look like I wouldn't have a credit yeah. score. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that is fact. That is that is solid truth right there. Uh, <laughs> Mona, from where does one source gothic sorrow on an island paradise? How, do, how does that work?
3: Mm. There's so much misery, you know. I mean, just like in being so isolated and being so hot, it's just like it's like like purgatory, and it's just that's where you channel when you write your um, poems.
0: You're <laughs> and like, this weather keeps being pleasant. Yeah, all these sunsets. <laughs> Ugh,
3: I don't like this. Yeah, that's yeah. just the antithesis of that. You just like I'm, I'm not. I'm not in that for rainbows. So yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. See, mm-hmm. I, I had an excuse. I went to high school in Wisconsin, so the depression came very naturally.
6: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh,
1: Thomas, wh- well, I, kinda, I can relate, because I was also a very sad teenager, and I was in Florida, and the heat sucks. Like Heat, sucks. heat is, very, and it rains a lot, too. People yeah. don't understand how yeah, it's sad. You know, you get all nice. You have on your nice black makeup, and then it rains, and it's running. I wore a lot yeah, <laughs> goth makeup. Not really. I, I love that you just stated
0: that you wore goth makeup as if none of us knew that already. Yeah. We've we've I'm met not you. Not really.
1: I just had like, uh, do you ever like paint your fingernails and stuff in mm-hmm. high school? Yeah, I absolutely.
3: That, yeah. So you had, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You had nail polish.
1: Other people did. But yeah. Oh, okay. Okay.
0: All right, there we go. Uh, how about you, Dylan? Where do you source your teenage angst and sorrow?
4: Uh, I guess I, I mean for the most part, I felt like I was a pretty happy kid. Good. <laughs> I don't know. My parents divorced. That was a pretty good.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but, but
6: overall, you were happy.
0: Uh, yeah.
6: With yeah. their I divorce,
0: you're like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you're like this is solid. It was. It, it, it was. Uh,
4: it was. It sucked until I moved in with my dad, and then my dad kind of like let me party a lot. Oh, nice. He kind of nice. just let me do my thing, mm-hmm. but then in retrospect. Uh, that's, where, that's where I can put my current angst, is the yeah, fact yeah. that uh, I didn't really get to have like a normal dad relationship. He was more like my pal, who, so, t- who I had to do everything he said.
0: Yeah. So we, we know that when people get married, they get a tandem bike. When your parents divorced, did they each get their own bike after that, or did they just have to cut the tandem one in half? Absolutely. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Two unicycles? That's Yeah, Yeah. yeah, that's, yeah. that's awkward.
0: right. <laughs> Katie, uh, did, did you have teenage angst?
2: Yeah, I had like suburban ennui, and also I had a lot of angst uh, with culture clash with my parents who were immigrants and them having grown up in like 60s Vietnam and me growing up in the early aughts. Yeah, in that's slightly different. The United States, yeah. Huh. I had a, lot of, a lot, of, lot of tears and a lot of looking at all the tissues on my floor to see how, how much sadness I had spewed all over my room. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs>
3: Yeah, that's a good point. So, like, my mom didn't understand this at all because she's just like, we hid in caves. <laughs> like, why do you have to be sad about? Like, what, what is this? Yeah, you like, know? I grew
2: up in a war. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. D- different. Yeah, that would suck. I never thought about that. Like, you, nothing you're going through is going to compare. You're like, whatever. Nah. So you, that boy dumped you.
3: Yeah, it's like we grew like my mom grew up in the wake of like World War II, so it's just like we had like she was hiding literally and then I'm like I'm hiding in my room. <laughs> I'm going to eat here. <laughs> I'm hiding from, like from society. <laughs> so she's like we had to like flee and stuff. So, so yeah, it was just like a difference of things and yeah. So she yeah, would
6: yeah,
0: yeah. So Katie, do you prefer painting then with watercolors or tear colors?
2: Tear colors you yeah, said? Yeah,
0: yeah. Paint me mm. with tears.
2: You know, painting with tears. Very symbolic and Damn. delicious. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think that would be interesting, painting with tears, because it's definitely they definitely leave like a residue. There's salt in them. I don't know if you've like seen like oh, tears dried solid. up on like a dark surface yeah, yeah. or something. It'll leave like a little like white ring where the drop was.
1: You have like paintings that you could lick? for salt flavor people are like oh check it out I got this new painting and then people yeah. come over
2: like see it
1: tastes like you're there <laughs> like you could only have paintings of the ocean though because it wouldn't work otherwise yeah
2: it's like the wallpaper in Willy Wonka's like journaling room yeah, yeah. you look like, at <laughs> the walls of tastes like cheers grandpa
0: <laughs> thank you so much Mona where should people keep track of you and your upcoming shows and events
3: um, you can find me online at monaconception.com and also Facebook Uh, slash Monoconception.
0: Fantastic. Um, Before we bring out our musical guest, we do have to have one final word from our sponsors.
7: (laughs) Have you ever cooked something on your stovetop and it wasn't cool by the time you got to it?
6: Has your cookware not been wearing sunglasses at all times? Well, try Cool Pot. Just like the other side of the pillow.
7: It's like a regular pot, but everything cools down quicker so you never burn the top of your mouth.
6: And it does a shit ton of drugs. Cool Pot.
7: Get one today.
0: Thank you, and one more time as we head off the stage uh, for your intergalactic listening pleasure, Ten nitus and the Strobing Visions.
5: Clear, please clear please, my please, stage. There's only, room, the only room. room for one giant fucking ego up, up, up here. Oh, look at oh, you, oh, people. Look, look, you people. people. So happy. So happy. So happy. That's actually a lie because I've run out of booze. If anyone wants to buy me a drink, I'd happily take it. If anyone doesn't, I'm going to understand that there's only five people in here. I didn't roll a lot of dice on that particular bet. My name is Tynard, I told you, I'm from the planet. Loud. I to come to bring you psychedelic awareness, sexual liberation, and to do your drugs. I might know I'm going to do them with you. I'm not a total twat. Now, ladies now, and gentlemen, ladies, ladies, gentlemen, I've got one last song last to play song for, you. for you. I know I didn't do quite a bit tonight, but, but I think you enjoyed enjoy the last one. Like I said, I am an interstellar alien. It's one of the reasons why I find someone is xenophobic is Donald Trump so threatening. I mean, I'm actually from off of the planet, which is what xenophobia truly means, that you fear aliens. This man has He's actually made redefined made it to me and his neighbor that, mean, neighbor that makes burritos. burritos. <laughs> when you come here you on come and saucer, sauce, and awesome. a flying saucer, that makes things quite threatening. You have to understand, <laughs> when aliens <laughs> come here to <laughs> the planet Earth, we don't, we don't, speak, we don't speak to humans, humans first. Because uh, we've uh, learned uh, a lesson, learned on lesson on that. There's nothing against you people in the room. It's just that your race does not have a good so history a of being history, welcoming to well, welcoming people. To people. people. Uh, there is a race of creatures on on your planet that do uh, play host to aliens when we come. Uh, the natives of, of this particular continent uh, refer to them as the Sasquatch. Uh, they play host to us when we come here. They're psychic beings that can turn invisible at will. They also play host to aliens. Basically, they stay on their couch until we figure out where we want to go. But it works out quite well. I've had a love affair with these creatures for about 14,000 years. So I've written them a little bit of a song. Would you like to hear it? Give me one second to get the band ready. Ladies and gentlemen, this is my hit single, Sit On My Lap, Sasquatch. One, one, one. You'll see her.
1: Until next time, this has been Your Fall for Listening.